Hello and welcome to another episode of LORP, the Liquid Water Enhancer Review Podcast. But this is a special episode. There will be no Liquid Water Enhancer reviewing going on. Instead, I will be uh, uh, not reviewing, but retrospectively talking about some of my favorite albums from the past decade. Everyone's been putting out their lists. Uh, I, I'm used to yearly at the end of the year talking about my favorite music from the year. Uh, I'm not doing that this year. It's the first time in five years I don't have an active radio show or like six or seven years since I have a podcast that I can really talk about that sort of stuff. And I'm, I apologize if you came here uh, looking for some expert information on liquid water enhancers, but uh, I'll be perfectly honest for you to you uh, in this episode. What am I drinking? One second. I'm drink. Uh, I'm drinking peace tea, mango green tea, because I wanted to get a tin of something, and that's what I got. So no liquid water enhancers. Uh, you'll also notice there's a whole lot of like mic hand noise, and that is because. I've decided to try to record this as comfortable as I can. And I'm actually just lying on the ground. And so far, so far it's working. I think we'll see. Uh, the other caveat of me laying on the ground is, well, I briefly talk about the music. I kind of wanted to play it in the background and I could set up a big, not a big thing, but I, you know, I, I could figure out a way to do that in like a DJ setup. But this isn't going to be a, like a DJ mix. It's it's just going to be, you know, a couple couple words on some of my favorite albums. So instead, I have uh, Spotify on an iPad, a really old iPad, like an elderly iPad that they don't look after anymore. I can't update it, so I can't get anything cool on it anymore. Uh, so it kind of plays music, or it becomes like a notebook kind of thing to read notes off of. I don't know. You know, it's, it's a tablet. What are they good for beyond, uh, beyond a few things? Uh, but I've got it set up where I think, uh, the bleed from what I'm playing will mix nicely. And if it doesn't, I apologize. So we're going to start. Uh, these are, I'm going to try to skip through them quite fast. I think you'll get the gist couple words on each of my favorite albums from the decade of the 2010s that is coming to a close really, really, really fast. So here we go. So this was the latest album by Tyler, the creator called Igor. Um, and I really liked it and not really anything by Tyler caught my attention prior to that. I was well aware of who Tyler was in Odd Future. And they had like, uh, I don't know, they were like MTV's jackass of like crew rap for a bit. And uh, I don't know, there was something about this album, maybe the sample usage, maybe just the overall mood of it that was way more resonant in my life. It's a new album. It came out in 2019, but I'm hoping this is something that, you know, even years from now, I'm kind of going to use as... Oh, this album reminds me of that Tyler album I really liked. I'm going to listen to it further because I have a bunch of blind spots with music where if I don't hear something familiar that I already like, sometimes I don't listen to it. Uh, 
but this is great. So yeah, Igor by Tyler, the creator. I think he goes by that anyway. It doesn't matter. Um, one of my favorite albums of the 2010s. Moving on. This was a group from London, Ontario. Uh, they were called uh, You'll Never Get to Heaven. The album's called Adorn. This track on it is called Caught in Time So Far Away. Gorgeous track, gorgeous album. Uh, everything has like a pure like night driving mood, like maybe driving really slow at night. Um, yeah, like by yourself. It's great. If you don't already know it, get into it. Um, moving on. Uh, what am I doing here? Even with this iPad, all the controls are too small for my hands. Um, this album called Immunity is one of two really big ones by John Hopkins, kind of near the second half of the decade. And this is my favorite of it. Uh, you're listening to Open Eye Signal. You can kind of jump in anywhere, but it's gorgeous. There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of like spatial stuff happening. Sometimes it feels like the room that you're listening to the album in is, is kind of growing. And at other times it feels like it's kind of like shriveled up, like under a blanket. Really fun. Like it a lot. John Hopkins, Immunity. That was recommended to me by a friend. And then it was one of those groups that you go, oh, yeah, yeah, cool. I'll check it out. Or an artist. And then you don't. And then like... A long time later, you go, hey, did you recommend me this album? They go, yeah. And they go, oh, thanks for that. That's great. Uh, moving on. This album was huge. Uh, uh, Gemini by Wild Nothing. You're listening to Chinatown, which I think was one of the bigger tracks. This is a total time and place album. There were a bunch of groups that were kind of sounding like this, and I guess still do. But this one seemed to cut through, and I will remember... Gemini as like yeah one of my favorite albums of I guess my late 20s mid to late 20s I'm not in my 20s anymore moving on this was my favorite album of 2018 uh, in a poem unlimited by US girls uh, this was a track mad as hell when I was working in community radio uh, during this year there were a lot of times where if you're working in, I don't know, I guess if you're working in any sort of broadcast, sometimes probably not super commercial, but uh, you have like a couple minutes to fill, like somebody submits something and it's short or you plan on running short and you just fill it with music and uh, the station director and mine, uh, anytime we had to fill music, I think for quite a while, the go-to was something off the new like put something off the new US Girls album in there it's beautiful this album is a, like you, you see people call things a mood and that's okay because I totally get what they're saying and it, it can be unsaid you know it's one of those like you gotta trust me on it I'm feeling it you might not feel it but I do kind of things like oh it's a mood this album is a mood. This track specifically, Dreams Tonight, this was another one that I played a lot working in community radio. Uh, it's got a great music video to it too, but the album is called Anti-Socialites. It was the second of those two in a row by uh, Always, spelt A-L, like V-V-A-W-S, one of those deals. Um, gorgeous, gorgeous music. 
this Holy Ghost EP, uh, Static on the Wire. Uh, you're going to listen to the track of Welcome Back. But I think this was the first EP they did. And this is another group where it's like, I heard this. And I was like, oh, I don't think I'm going to like anything they do any better than I like this. And so far that's been true. But these four songs on this album uh, are great. They, they're, they're great, like put on while you're getting ready to go out or put on while you're already out or put on when you're staying in. It doesn't matter. There was a, I forget which song it was. I don't know if it was this one, but off of this, they did a music video for it and it completely apes an early 80s New Order music video with uh, Arthur Baker and everything in it. It's really great. It's worth a look. Moving on. Okay. This Charlotte Day Wilson EP is so great. And it's truly one of those, like, you know, always, what is, always leave them wanting more. Always have them wanting more. Uh, one of those things. I was introduced by Charlotte Day Wilson, like, in person, while listening to her music for the first time uh, during uh, one of the programmers at, at TRP, which is a whole long story that doesn't need, it's not relevant other than somebody was playing one of these early songs and i said who is this he said oh this is new music for my friend like charlotte and she was right beside him i was like wow this is like really 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 special stuff and it, it is uh cdw was the first ep from charlotte day wilson it came out i don't know 2016 or 17 but it's absolutely brilliant everything on this is brilliant it's my favorite it's going to be uh this album is called Psychic Materials by Casey Messia. Casey Messia used to be in a group called Obiju. And then I know uh, Casey had done some stuff maybe between. And then there was this album, which is just like a definition. I don't know what of, but I feel like there's something being said across the entire album. And it's crystal clear and I'm not supposed to fully understand it. And I think that's a good thing. Um, it just feels like a, a, a target hit and it was and at a really special evening um, where like at the end of I guess the touring or promotion cycle for this album Psychic Materials by Casey Messia uh, she did like a, a last show like I'm going to play the album all the way through and then this is it and I got to go see it and I was so excited to see it and then going into the show, I had one of those like, oh, you've you've overexcited your. Do you ever do that going to shows when you like really get excited and then, you know, it's like, oh, this is never going to be what you expect it to be. Like, you got to calm down. You got to listen to something way different on the way there. You know, don't stress yourself out, but stress yourself out. Uh, and I did. And then I was so happy as soon as I started to play. And it's like, oh, this is perfect. This is so perfect. And it is. It's a great album. Moving on. I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to make this not like an hour long. If you're listening, you can probably see the runtime. So you're either thinking like, oh, you did it. You know, you didn't make it an hour long. Or alternatively, you're like, wow, there's another, I don't know what, 50 minutes of this. 
this guy. Um, I want to cut this track before the chorus pops in because the chorus should be a surprise the first time you hear it. It's got something really cool about it. Um, the album is called Before We Forget How, sorry, Before We Forgot How to Dream by Soak, who is an artist from, I want to say Northern Ireland, but every time I want to say definitively an artist is from Northern Ireland, I go, oh, but if they're not, you know, that's kind of, that's kind of crummy. That's like someone calling me like an American or something. I'm not, not, well, I'm not a United States of American American. I'm a North American, but yeah, I would be a little like, you know, don't let me in with those people. Uh, soak. Sorry, there's probably, <laughs> if anyone's listening to this, there's a good doubt some of them are from, you know, that giant country below the little one I live in called uh, United States of America. And it's not the people, it's it's the government. And you can say that, I think, about most countries in the world. It's, there's beautiful people everywhere and terrible people in power. And uh, that's what I mean. That's an apology. Uh, this track is called Be a Nobody by Soak. And like I said, I wanted to cut it before it got too, before there, there became too much of it. Um, an artist from, I think, Northern Ireland, not sure, uh, has really kind of ventured in terms of pop music. But when this album came out, it's like this these really produced like mini epic like folk i don't know like journal entries it was gorgeous i love it moving on uh so this was an album called real life by a group called real lies and they're from probably london uh this was a single called north circular they did this single and then they did i think dab housing and they were both on this album on the full length uh, but genuinely when I heard this single and then Dab Housing was out and that was it, I was so excited for this group. Like, ooh, there's a lot of stuff happening that I really like. Uh, and then the album came out and I quite like the album. There's a couple tracks on it that I don't know, but there's a couple really strong tracks on it that are enough that if I'm making a list of like my favorite albums from the previous decade and i'm allowed to pick like 25 i think it would go on there and by no means these are you know by no means are these the best by anyone's standards except you know they're the ones that i'm most likely to listen to again that's a good way to put it it's kind of what everyone's list is moving on Yeah, so this is a single, and it's the only single that made it on my best, like, albums list. I guess you can call it best release, favorite releases. Should have come up with a great title before I pressed record. Uh, it's too late now. This is Kaja Bonet. It's her cover of Remember the Rain. Uh, this is another track that I heard for the first time because a DJ right next to me played it, and I said, who is this? I said, oh, Kaja Bonet, like, I wrote it down. And then I went and looked her stuff up. And she's got a gorgeous, gorgeous voice. And I just saw she's on the new... Who is it? It's one of the guy from Air. Uh, oh, I forget which one. He's got a new album coming out. And she's doing guest vocals on it. 
And I'm really excited to hear that. Nicholas Godin, I think. Uh, anyways, Remember the Rain. It's a cover. It's a single. I'm wondering how much I can play of this before this becomes like an actual music podcast. If I could sing like that for one day in my life, I don't know, I'd feel some sort of, I would assume, strange fulfillment. But then from there on, it's like, I don't know, do you have that urge to share that and perform it? And then there's that whole struggle of like, you know, you've got the talent, but so many people do. I don't know. Thinking about being like a musical artist is, I get it, because I've tried when I was young, like, for a while there were years where it's like, oh, I'm, I'm playing in a group and maybe stuff will happen and it never, never really did uh, and I'm totally cool with that now because I don't want to tour but if I had this voice you know, you'd have that urge of, well, at least I think you know, I've got to share this, it's special and it's super special it's very special um, okay, so moving on to like a great voice to someone who just has like a regular person's voice, uh, but uses it and kind of references other styles in a nice way. Um, there's a lot of like kind of great successful curators in terms of like groups. Uh, the horrors are a great like curator sort of group. Um, Primal Scream can be a great curator group where you know, they've got some movement, they can do a little of this, they can do a little of that. It all kind of sounds like they're referencing other groups when they do it, but really they're pulling together like influences and making something that I think is genuinely good. And the This Is Happening, which came out, I want to say in 2010, by LCD Sound System, had a bunch of those moments, uh, notwithstanding this, uh, this track, All I Want, which had the uh, Fripp, guitar part from Bowie's Heroes, like not lifted, but certainly referenced throughout. And it's great. And you probably know this already, but moving on. So of the two spiritualized full lengths that came out in the previous decade, I like the older one better. It's called Sweetheart, Sweet Light. There's a track on it called that, which is also gorgeous. Uh, the album doesn't say Sweetheart, Sweet Light on the front, so Google it if you're going out to buy it, because you'll eventually find it, but you'll just go like, what? What is with this? Why? And you'll get it when you see it, but uh, anyways, I love Spiritualized. I think this is a better of two albums, and yeah, if I've got room for 25 of my favorite, this one's going on it, moving on. Uh, geographically very much from Kensington Market Toronto uh, the Wawas were a band that ran I think up until maybe 2011, 2012 uh, this is off their last EP, I think it was the last EP it's called the Wawas 
this track is uh, called Falling in Love is for Young People. It's certainly got the Jonathan Richmond um, Yeah, there's like the reference there for sure. It's great. It's it's all the way through, like fun. You don't have to think too much about it. Uh, I think their last show was a great like apartment house party that I went to. And there was like a keg where you could buy beer. And then there were all these like kind of indoor outdoor fire escape parts where you can go out and smoke cigarettes if you wanted or inside and then they played um but it was like a great toronto party and uh it could it could be that i just stopped getting invited to like great parties like that but i think it's more that it's really hard to throw great parties like that anymore because there's just like you're gonna rent out the the like entertainment lounge in your condo unit to do it you know where are you gonna do it anyways great uh what do we got here this album total strife forever uh and then there was a follow-up of what was it um uh something of a volume i have it here somewhere close to me I'm also laying right next to my records because I've been sort of like referencing stuff as I talk. Um, I can't find it. Anyways, there was two East India Youth albums that came out in the latter half of the last decade. And William Doyle, who is the artist, uh, recently put out a new album too that's like quite different. There's a lot of really great sax stuff on it. I wouldn't know how to explain it, but uh, Brian Eno's on it, like speaking. It's really cool. Uh, East India Youth. This track is called Heaven How Long. This album is, uh, I keep saying gorgeous, and I got to stop saying gorgeous, and I got to stop saying brilliant. So I got to like kind of scan the thesaurus with all these you know, pages that have been torn out that is my brain. It's a great album. That's good enough. I quite liked it. Uh, it was nominated for a Mercury Prize. I want to say 2015 or 16, maybe. I got William in to do a full like hour takeover on TRP the first time East India Youth was in Toronto. And I think it was for CMW 2016, maybe. Um... But yeah, it was great. And this album is really fun. Moving on. Uh, Scott Walker, certainly one of the, I don't know, the biggest losses of the last decade musically. You, you can't ever say that. We're just losing people left and right now because people are getting older and they don't even have to be getting older. People are just dying. Uh, but Scott Walker, Bish Bosh. I wish, I don't know. I'd, I'd love to see what would have happened in the next 10 years in Scott Walker, like who we would have collaborated with and would he score something like mainstream? Is Was there that appeal? He definitely did film music, but nothing big. And he could have. There, certainly there were people asking. There must have been. Anyways, gorgeous. I keep saying gorgeous, but 
Scott Walker is like his own person. Uh, the vaccines. There's an EP that's not on Spotify, so I can't play it. I've got it on vinyl here somewhere. Um, yeah, what is it? Uh, so the EP has post-breakup sex, wrecking bar, and blow it up on it. And those three songs were included on this full length, What Do You Expect From The Vaccines? But the EP isn't on Spotify, and the EP makes my list of favorite releases from 2000s, 2010s. Um, there were a bunch of bands that sounded like the vaccines in the last decade and then in the decade prior I was thinking it's like oh no there were way more bands in the aughts that sounded like the vaccines but I, they still stand it out to me they stood out to me they put out four full length albums I don't think I listened to a single one because another one of those groups that like the first EP is, is you're good you're good you know, I'm never going to become a big fan, but I can hold that little piece, you know, much like who's another group like that. Do you remember the group Black Kids? They were from Florida. Um, what was their big track? Oh, I have that EP here somewhere, too. This is the most boring podcast in the world, I'm sure. Where is it? Yeah, okay. Uh, it was the Wizard of Oz, like A-H-H-H-S EP. And it came out on Almost Gold Records uh, in 2009. So it didn't make it for this decade. But same idea. It had, what did it have? Hit the Heartbreaks, I'm Not Gonna Teach Your Boyfriend How to Dance With You, which was like their big like indie disco hit. Hurricane Jane, and I've underestimated my charm again. They re-recorded some of these with uh, Bernard Butler from Suede for full length. And it sounded like dog shit. Absolute dog shit. It was terrible. Um, but that first EP was really great. And... Uh, there was nothing wrong with the re-recording of the vaccine songs, but same idea where like them and that Holy Ghost EP I was talking about. Just give me three songs. You know, give give me just enough music where I can get dressed to figure out, you know, is it dry enough outside to wear my shoes that have holes in the bottom that I like better than any of the shoes that don't have holes in the bottom of? And that's all you need sometimes from an artist. And that's enough to make my best of 2010s. Moving on. Uh, Stranger in the Alps was a album by Phoebe Bridgers that came out uh, 2018? 2019, she did the album with Connor Oberst from Bright Eyes. Uh, what is it? Better Community... Oh, I forget the title. It's good. It's a really cool duet album. You start to think in your head like, oh, what other artists would I like to hear work with each other? Because I don't ever think of collaboration and I don't ever think of duets. And, you know, what would it, what would it sound like to have... I don't know. I don't have anything witty to say. Anyways, Phoebe Bridgers is a phenomenal songwriter. Uh, she's one of a few artists on this list that I think like, wow, you're doing well, but this next decade, I'm like really curious where this is going to go. So you're great. 
another artist, I guess on that same, well, I don't want to say on that same page because it sounds like I'm just like, oh, they're both women who play the guitar. Um, Soccer Mummy put out an album in 2018 called Clean. And the reason it first caught my ears is because specifically the end of this track, Cool, does this thing where the like tape slows down and the solo becomes out of tune and it sounds like for half a second, it sounds like a really great clean My Bloody Valentine track. Uh, but it's not, it's just like an effect. And I would play this on the CJRU 30, top 30 countdown like chart show, like our afternoon show when I would have to host it. Um, and it would always go like, oh, that's such a cool effect. And then I listened to the rest of it. And I was like, wow, that's a cool album. And then it's like, wow, this is a great artist. And uh, it kind of sounds like, I don't know, like mid to late 90s radio ready. There's some Cheryl Crow in this, but way better. I don't want to say that. I don't know all Cheryl Crow. I don't know all Soccer Mummy either, but this album, Clean, uh, it's really good. And it makes makes my <laughs> my top 20. I can just imagine. Like, so I had to listen to this idiot talk about his favorite albums from the last decade. And on some of them, on the topic of some of them, all he could say was, it's really good. I don't know. But that's who you're getting today. And then this is it. This is the end of the list. I got one more. This is going to be under half an hour, I think. That's great. Here we go. This album, I think it came out 2011. And then it was a couple years after that that this band did all like the late night shows where everyone was like, whoa, they're so, or the singer is really interesting or whatever, whatever. I don't know the reaction people had. It's weird because... We're, uh, we're in an age now where so many people's opinions and reactions of things are just like text or maybe an emoji or even worse, a meme. And uh, so what are you trying to tell me from that? You could use your own words, you know, please use words. I'm struggling with it now from living in amongst all of this. You know, we're not going to use words. We're going to kind of like reference other things to talk about other things but we're going to be really lazy about it and it's going to be cool for 36 hours and then you're a complete loser if you don't use this meme format kind of thing it's wild it's wild the way people are thinking and conversing with each other now but in evening air by future islands uh is completely time and place album will always remind me of my mid-20s living in the annex in toronto on bluer street right as the annex was like really changing Sonic Boom had left. Uh, Lee's, has, Lee's had changed. The Island Bar was gone. The Tap was gone. Um, what else was going on there that was different? There was a lot going on that was different. I lived right like on Bloor Street, and I looked out and saw all of it. But this is totally... Like, Honest Ed's was still there, obviously. Total time and place album but I think it's a strong one and then there was a lot of stuff that came after this and they saw some success and again it was one of those oh but I really like this album I don't know if I need two of these albums um, but this is it Future Islands and Evening Air those were my top I don't know how many tracks are on this list 
20-ish uh, snippets, samples from my, my favorite albums of the preceding decade, 2010 to 2019, as a uh, special edition of the Liquid Water Enhancer Review Podcast. My name is Michael K. Newton. I am the host of this whole thing. And uh, I don't know, next time you hear this voice in this format, I'll be reviewing some liquid water enhancers. So get excited about that. Okay, cheers. Bye-bye.